Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. I got to say that again. Uh, we are back in studio at the ABC Conference 2021. And uh, just like last podcast with Jonathan, um, I'm not in here with Shauna and Jeremy. Uh, they're they're busy doing other things right now. Uh, but we are joined in studio today with a special guest, Garrett Higby, the infamous, famous, awesome Garrett Higby. I know you're you're, you're too humble to, to allow that to happen, right? Uh, but Garrett, just wanted to uh, invite you here. We're at the ABC Conference. Um, um, you, it's been a few years since you've been at the ABC conference, right? It has. Been doing been some other things. Years. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, Garrett, uh, to, the, to that point, just uh, with a lot of our listeners, uh, obviously a lot of counselors, pastors, um, I, I know that they would be forever blessed to just know uh, really what you've been doing, I guess, what, for the last decade? Yep. or more, uh, really just focusing on leaders, pastors, elders, uh, and really focusing on the health of the local church. Uh, because as we know, a lot of pastors and, 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 and leaders, um, they become extremely isolated uh, because they don't have a context to really share their struggles and things. And you've obviously been gifted to, to help in that context. And so I wanted to bring you on. And so if you could just uh, share with our listeners just a little bit about yourself, what you do, and just how you bless the body of Christ. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so I've, you know, been the last few years um, focused on both leader care and developing resources for the local church, particularly equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And those are my two loves. It's kind of diverse because one's more preventative and discipleship based. And I just love discipleships and developing a discipleship pathway that has milestones and, and things in ways people can know, hey, I actually am growing. I am, you know, kind of present into the next thing God has for me as a believer. Uh, but then I'm more interested in um, helping equip the disciple makers. Yeah. And that could be anybody from a small group leader to a pastor. And, uh, you know, it's interesting as in the last uh, 10 or 15 years, as, as we started 12 Stones of Ministries and I was doing these intensive three-day biblical counseling retreats, I found a lot of pastors and ministry leaders were coming for help. Yeah. And what I, what happened was I sort of slowly graduated into doing more leader care and letting some of the other staff do the family care from other congregational needs. And so um, probably that's for the last 10 years has, has been more my focus and my passion, because if you get if you lead healthy, if you can get the plurality or the senior leaders healthy, it's crazy how that um, really raises the ceiling for the church health overall. No, that, that's really good. And I, I, I know you have a few resources. You've got level one, level two, and I think level threes uh, about uh, on its way, or is it is it out at this point? Yeah. So these levels, so, so what I think of, I think of discipleship on a continuum from intentional to intensive. And so there, and because different people have different aspirations to lead, different needs in terms of how they enter into people's lives to help shepherd and care, I feel like you have to 
break that equipping down for the level of care contextually and relationally that people live in. So level one is mutual ministry for every believer. How do you live out the one another's in a really intentional way? And level two is small group leadership or maybe team leadership. How do I become a transforming leader where I'm actually using tools and skills from the scripture to, to, to really disciple well and do it in a transforming way, not a conforming way. And then level three is coaches, which honestly, some churches, that's a new concept. Yeah. This, this idea of, you know, think of Exodus 18, you know, yeah. you know, here's Jethro, not, not always the greatest thing when you're, when you're, you know, father-in-law comes and goes, dude, uh, you're not doing this right. Yeah. But, but, you know, Moses was the most humble man that ever walked on earth. So he's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's Help like, brother out. you, you are trying to do everything. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a pastor? You're trying to do everything. Everybody's coming to you. You're the hub of the the whole church, and it's not great. You need to be equipping. You need to be uh, looking for godly men and women, in this case, that would be willing to um, handle the lesser issues. And so uh, he appointed you know, men of 10, 50, 100, yep. and yep. 1,000. And so think of the men of 50 to 100. That's the mm-hmm. coaches. They've got um, five leaders in their pocket. And in those leaders, their thing is, I'm going to mentor you. I'm going to develop you. I'm going to care for you. I'm going to set you free to yeah. get after the the, uh, the discipleship of the church. But I'm not going to leave you out there like your eye at the wall. You know, I'm yeah. going to really get with you and help develop you. And most guys don't honestly know how to do leader development very well. So that's what really T3 is. And uh, it's just coming out. I'm still working on the digital part of that package, but it should all be done by the end of the year. That's really good. That's really good. So just a, just a couple of things on that, Garrett, would you just, you know, for our listeners and pastors are like, man, that sounds really great. How do I know if I'm in a position where I need to evaluate where I am personally, my staff, um, as it relates to our congregation? Um, so symptom-wise, what are some things that some pointers to just that you could encourage pastors like, man, if these things are happening, probably need to consider X, Y, Z. So there's literally two two ways to answer that question. You've got one one thing we, we're developing in Soul Care Consulting, which is kind of the side ministry that Lee Lewis and I have been building. Um, is, you know, a church 360 assessment to say, hey, how are we doing as a church to disciple and care for our people? And so we do a very thorough multi-interview, multi-survey kind of thing. And then we kind of give them results and tell them the things that we feel like are gaps or weaknesses, but also their strengths and how to harvest those strengths for, for the future. Then there's another element, and that is like a leadership health Mm -hmm. assessment. And that's been developed as well. And then what'll happen is a leader or the whole plurality sometimes will take this assessment and they'll turn it into us. And then we'll do a, um, basically it's a, it's a coaching kind of review and saying, Hey, look, here's where we think a strength of weaknesses. And we base it on five key indicators of health for a ministry leader. One of them is where are you in your abiding relationship Mm. with Christ or how is your spiritual development going? The second one is um, how is your self-care? 
How well do you actually slow down, care for yourself, listen to your body, listen to your emotions and actually get, you know, watch your life and doctrine closely. Yeah. Um, And then the third one is um, how emotionally intelligent are you? Your EQ, huh? You're dropping some EQ, yeah. So we we evaluate that, and then we tell them sometimes a blind spot or an area where we got some feedback, like how much do you know how you're affecting others with your leadership style, and how is it affecting you emotionally? And a lot of guys, honestly, that's not a real strength. No, that's 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 really good. So so that's the kind of the the kind of the what that I would engage in. So let's just say, for example, we've got maybe somebody who, you know, a pastor, excuse me, a pastor that listens to this podcast, but he's not the lead pastor or he's not the executive pastor. He's a, a discipleship pastor, an yeah. associate pastor. And he, he hears this and, and this is something that, you know, and, and, and we'll put this in the show notes and then you can drop the website and just to, you know, as far as the materials are concerned and they go get these assessments and they begin to engage this personally. And they, they realize like, man, we desperately need this at the staff level and at the elder level. What would be your encouragement to them where they see that, but they just, you know, they've got this hesitancy because they're like, man, if I bring this, it's almost like I'm saying, hey, dude, you're not leading well. Um, what can we, how, how would you encourage that pastor who's not the lead pastor to engage at the, you know, the elder level and, and yeah. No, yeah, that's staff a great level. question. That's kind of like the same question we always get, like, I'm all fired up about <laughs> right. soul care, but yeah. my pastor doesn't yeah. even know what it is. How yeah, do exactly. I not act like I'm the smartest person in the room yeah. or that, like, I can't believe our church doesn't do this. What's wrong with us? You know, pastors don't do well with that, especially lead pastors. They don't need to be, they've got enough people criticizing them. And so the way that, I, I'll tell you, there's a couple things. Prayer, man, I believe this is where we need to go. I believe this would help us so much. And I, I think the best of our leaders, but I see some gaps and I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God mm. to move in our leadership and soften hearts. Second thing I would do is be testimonial. I went and did this and it kicked my butt in a really good way. Take a look at this. Tell me if you think I could learn and grow from this and tell me what, how, and the guy's like, dang, that is pretty good. And wow, that I can relate to that. And oh, those are good questions. And oh, you got a coach now and maybe we should do this as a church. Testimony, prayer and testimony, I tell you, are the two ways for a subordinate to come and begin to appeal to those above them that this is something we might want to do. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. So where would um, these listeners pick up these resources, reach out to you guys? Because um, you, you guys do consulting work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what what's the process yeah. um, in, in order to, to do that? Well, I think as you and I were talking, we got to hang out. Some is really sweet. And I was telling you that you now Lee, Lee Lewis, who's, you know, was just doing a, a session on the Old Testament, just did a great job. Yeah, he did. Um, so Lee is the guy that probably does the most consulting for us because I'm still tied up with some things till next year to, to do more of that, to get freed up. What do you call you last night? A mad scientist? Uh, you're, you're the mad scientist that's in the lab. <laughs> he kind of helps me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very, I'm only, I'm really only good at a couple things, honestly. But you're doing well, uh, brother. Yeah. And, and, you know, Lee, Lee's got a broader skill set and a lot of people do, but I'm like, you know, I'm a content guy. I can, I can 
think from scripture to application very well, especially when it comes to discipleship and care. And then I do pretty well helping pastors and leaders stay healthy. And so those are the two things I believe that the Lord, if he tarries and I live long enough, I'll do for the next you know, season. Um, but the, the way to interact with us is you, soulcareconsulting.com is our website. I know that'll probably show up in the notes. And um, Lee is, and or I typically look over the church's request or the leader's request and we say, okay, let's let's get a, an initial call. Yeah, We're looking for partners. We're looking for people that don't want a one and done interaction with us. They, yeah. they want to sort of get after some stuff either in their leadership or their personal life as a leader and we can help them walk through that or they want their whole church culture to shift to a more um, biblically based discipleship and care culture and we will then get into a, like a two or three year walk with them on that and it's amazing what can happen. Where you're Jethro. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll we hold your arm up. We'll hold your arm up for a while while you uh, get after this. We thing. will, and we'll support you, and we won't beat you up, and we'll help you see the gaps, and we'll actually help you equip the saints so you're not wearing yourself out. Right. Now that's good, man, because you know, as, as, I, as I say, former pastor, it's not like the presidency. Once you hold the office, you can't continue to call True. yourself president. Um, at any rate, though, in experiencing that, seeing the need for that, and it's like we we're always. I mean, that's. You know, most churches we want to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. That's the big Eva tagline, right? That's yep. that's what we go after, and we obviously all want that. To your point earlier, where you know the last thing another pastor needs to hear is like, you know, you know, you're not doing it. We have the corner market. Let us help you figure that out. Um, that's not kind of a team approach, obviously, right. but it's like we also need to reveal uh, what's missing, the gap, as Scripture says, provide what's lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can help you do that. Like the Lord has, you know, the, those those people exist in the church, but they also exist in other areas of ministry, parachurch ministries and other organizations where that really is like at the leadership level where we can collectively come together and help legitimately equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So, I, man, I, I appreciate the work that you guys are doing there. Uh, any Anything that you're working on right now um, that you uh, want to let people know, like, hey, be on the lookout for this. If you're this person, just here's what we're kind of working on. I would say the one thing that uh, you'll see, if you talk to Lee and I and you just bring up uh, freedom groups, um, which is like a separate kind of uh, recovery ministry curriculum we developed uh, several years ago. It's been tried and tested on, you know, now hundreds of churches and, and people have, have, have interacted with it. Um, I think it's probably one of the best ways to, to get uh, what I would do, a foot in the door for soul care in a church that maybe has no real history with that or is just kind of playing with the idea of integrating soul care into every level of discipleship. Freedom Groups is a um, uh, 13-week recovery ministry that really is focused not so much on different fruit issues or symptoms or struggles, but more on the heart. Mm. So based on the four hearts of anger, foolishness, fear, and despair, we target all of those in Freedom Groups with a gospel uh, transformative uh, curriculum. Is that... 
sorry, just really quick, Greg. Yeah. Is, is some of that what you just alluded to, the four hearts, is that in level one? That's in level two. Okay. That's in the, when you get the leader training, you want to teach leaders how to draw out the heart and what are the typical flesh responses that people struggle with. And so that, so we teach that four hearts curriculum everywhere that a leader is. So our table leaders learn that very well. They're able to help people see their predominant heart issues. They're able to help people get hope again, get free from, you know, in, you know, either an enduring sin, struggle, stronghold, yeah. a uh, enduring trial mm-hmm. or suffering issue that they've done without really getting close to God, maybe just feeling very distant from the Lord and they're suffering without hope or they're uh, what I call it, Well, actually it comes from Paul Tripp, you know, this kind of amnesic uh, Christian who's forgotten who they are, who Christ is or what the gospel really is. And so they're living this exhausted Christian life. And so those types of people come in and it's transformative to their walk. And so yeah. anyway, I, I would say that's something to, to look for on our website, um, something we're really excited about, something that I, Lee and, and Jeremy Oliver, another guy that helped us develop it, are super passionate to coach and help implement into churches. Yeah, Jeremy, if you're listening or if you ever check out the podcast, it was a pleasure to meet you last night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's great. And so just really quickly on that note, so uh, going to the website, is there any sort of sample, something that they could engage with to our, you know, earlier conversation that they could engage with personally and begin to engage with that and then kind of continue on and going through that? And then in other words, should a leader start level one on themselves to that testimonial and kind of do the work in their own hearts and then, you know, maybe apply that and then like bring in um, community group leaders, small group leaders, whatever, just those those congregational leaders uh, that are helping equip the saints, uh, bringing them into to them go through level one or, or is that where they go through level two? Okay. That's Just, such a great question. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, you know, an earlier thought I had was that, you know, the, be- the parachurch at best is an attendant to the bride of Christ. Right. Yeah. So we see ourselves that way. <laughs> we're, a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> we're just come. we're holding the train, yeah. you know, and we're happy to do it. Um, so pastors understand that we, we come, you know, just happy to come alongside. The, the second thing I would say is that what I've found to be probably one of the most effective ways to to get this started is that a leader, let's say it's your small group pastor or your discipleship pastor or whoever, grabs level one, which is really 10 key one another. I got it at home. It's it's, it's brilliant. I like it. Yeah. And they they grab a group of people and take them through it. And, and, just like you would a D group. Just, yeah, yeah. So it's like a D group. And what they do now, they don't just say, hey, you should look at this material. I think it's really Replicate cool. Replicate it. They're like, I just took 10 people through this. And I, let me, no. And here's their testimonies. Yeah. And here's what this could do. And and or let them say it. Uh, but there, there's something about that. And, and then in a core group, like if you're church planting, I, I tell the church planter, take your core group through T1 and watch how it sets a trajectory of mutual care that starts from day one. So that's how I love to see it be used, not just as a uh, another Bible study, but actually as a way to catalyze some change in the culture. Yeah. Yeah, in kind of a multiplying, yep. uh, replicating fashion. And we do have sample chapters. Okay. We do have sample videos so that people can be like, oh, okay. Yeah, for those people that need to dabble a little yeah. bit before they commit. And I don't blame them. And, yeah. You know, like you got to see if you if it's something for you and you got to see if it's well done. And if it's not, you know, keep moving. 
No, that's good. Well, Garrett, thank you so much for being with us. And man, I honestly, just over the years, um, just have benefited um, just from things that you've been involved in, uh, whether primarily, secondarily, or in, in, in a tertiary sense, you've you've been doing this in around the, the biblical counseling world for a long time. And I know you're, you're, you're further up north. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> He's just, it's a nice way of saying, dude, you're a dinosaur. But well, yeah. you know what? I am all right with that because I can I can glean from that yeah, you know you uh, I can glean from that uh, in, in all seriousness though it, it really is a pleasure and and I would just encourage our listeners uh, to check out their website again it'll be in the show notes um, and please if if you are a pastor who's been wrestling with these sorts of things I, I would Im- I would implore you to please uh, go to their website check it out I, you will be blessed um, it'll probably be difficult uh, but just trust the process um, you know it you know as pastors we like to kind of result to our theological knowledge and things and not necessarily necessarily apply it to our own hearts. We can kind of professionalize our ministry in a way, and uh, we've got to apply it to our hearts first. And Amen. and you help you help us do that. You kind of Jerry Maguire us. We you help us help them. So that's that, that's really good. So Garrett, thank you. See you guys next time. All right. See you later.